Today, the Betcha Sub podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe, the Pink Tax Campaign. The Pink Tax is an extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. Boo! Just for being a woman. Yeah, that is for real. Ugh. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving back the women the tools to claim their worth and take back what's theirs. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that like we're fixing it. Now you know. See for yourself at axthepinktax.com. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop. It's alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Wow. Welcome to our first ever live show um and welcome to the betcha sub podcast uh for those of you who are just tuning in the betcha sub podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news explained by your three funniest friends which is us which yes. is us i'm elise morales i'm sammy fishbein i'm brian russell smith yeah. And we're amazing at remembering the intro. Yeah. yeah. We, we did Never rehearse failed. that part. We did reverse the intro. We're very excited. Yeah. Yes. We've been standing in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, Dreaming for, of yeah. seeing you all. Yeah, exactly. Um, very happy for Derek. We are happy for Derek yep. that he's alive. <laughs> alive and out. Alive and out. Yes. Um, and for those of you who have noticed, um, yeah, the projector's kind of on a tilt. And so is the country. So <laughs> in a way, I feel like it's appropriate. It's perfect. It's yeah. simple. All right, guys. We wouldn't be able to kick off this show without starting the way that we start every podcast. So please, Brian. Yes. Can you tell me what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? Yes, I can. So yesterday, on Sunday, um, which is the day before Monday, mm-hmm. which is today, mm-hmm. um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, officially announced that he's running for president. Yeah. Look Who likes cute Mayor Pete? Little Mayor Pete. Oh Look at him in Chaston. Oh my God. I love Chaston. Is everyone following Chaston? Yeah, he's great. He has a great, in- he has a great Twitter. Twitter icon. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he just like tweets about, he's like a drama teacher and he just like tweets about the play. It's so simple. Yeah. Plain. So simple, yeah. so beautiful, so American. Yeah. Wait, so who likes Pete Buttigieg here? Mm-hmm. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually have a clip of him officially announcing. My name is Pete Buttigieg. They call me Mayor Pete. They do. I'm a proud son of South Bend, Indiana, and I am running for president of the United Woo! States. It was yeah. also on a tilt when he announced. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is actually how it was filmed. Mm-hmm. I like his logo. Yeah, me too. Looks good on a t-shirt. He's a sandwich between two 20s. 20p20. <laughs> yeah. If you're kinda... reading that like in a linear way, you would fuck it up. Mm-hmm. What? It kind of reminds me of a sports logo, but I think it works. Yeah, I like it. It's like the World Series of South Bend. I feel like a lot of the candidates have like hip-looking logos right now like a simple sleek design political yeah political branding companies have really like Mm -hmm. clearly taken a rise they've got a new generation of graphic designers Mm -hmm. who are making Mm -hmm. these chic things kamala's as well yes everyone wants their beyonce beto hat moment Mm -hmm. like they want they're doing it for yes (laughs) beyonce beyonce exactly so there was ten thousand people there Compare that to Cory Booker's announcement, there was only like 5,000 people there, oh. which is crazy. I mean, yeah, poor Cory. <laughs> poor I feel Booker. like poor Cory is like a little lost in this shuffle. Yeah, um, I think so. But just like comparatively, that's really fucking crazy because no one knew who the fuck Pete Buttigieg was a month and a half ago. I feel um, like in this day and age, that's an advantage. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, that's like no. when we talk about like early polling and how Biden and Bernie are up ahead of everyone. It's just because you know their names. It, yeah, name recognition goes a lot, mm-hmm. a big way in the beginning. It'll be interesting to see what happens when the debates actually happen, when June. the debates actually begin yeah, I in actually, June. I got my Mayor Pete shirt today. Yes, Brian is getting shirts from everyone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know who's going to make yeah. it. I'm not getting for the people like who don't, but like... Yeah. I think it's a... And like we said, these new logos, wow. Yeah. 
also, if they don't end up being the candidate, then it becomes vintage and mm-hmm. sort of. It, oh my god, I had a Hillary own. pin. I have wow. a house. Really upset. Sell that on eBay. I have a Hillary pin that says Presidenta. <laughs> <laughs> And I like have it literally in like a box that's in like our hall closet. And every once in a while, I'll like take the box out and be like, ah, lo siento. <laughs> um, so he would be the youngest person to ever become president. He would be the only veteran of the Afghanistan war, which I mean, that makes sense. Um, and obviously, he'd be the first openly LGBTQ presidential candidate in U.S. history. I say openly because you never fucking know. They, yeah. They, there could have we been don't. a lot of gays. James Buchanan. Yeah. Yeah. I've Apparently always gotten a vibe from James just, Buchanan. Yeah. It's just so crazy because, you know, like, he has a good chance. It's, like, looking great. And it's, you know, only three years ago in 2015, gay people couldn't get married. He couldn't legally get married. He could still get fired in 26 states. He can't even fucking donate blood, which is still a thing. There's this thing called the blood ban. Anyone who's had, a man who's had sex with men can't donate blood because it's fucking homophobic. It's bigoted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, half the country is still very bigoted, so yeah. it makes sense. But I actually think he does have a really good chance, too. Apparently, like people in the middle like him, which is the people that you need to win. So. Yeah. Indiana. And, like, we love him, so mm-hmm. yeah, naturally. As I've said many times on the pod, I'm just... I'm loving the field. I'm going to wait until the debates until I like decide on a person. But I think the fact that he's able to do what he's doing is fucking awesome. I think he's starting really cool conversations about like, he talks a lot about like uh, generational justice and how like you should govern to think about like the people who are going to come after you, mm-hmm. which well, is a novel yeah. idea. He always <laughs> makes that analogy of like, when I, in 2054, I'll be the same age as our current president. So yeah, that's like crazy. Because forward. there will be like no world by 2050. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's so <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think that it, it's crazy that he thinks there's gonna be a 2054. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Uh, okay. Um, Elise. Yes. What is you? What, what, is, what you? is you? <laughs> what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? I'm so glad you asked, Brian. Um, okay, so those of you who listen to the podcast know we talked about uh, Julian Assange got arrested last week. He had been living in the Ecuadorian embassy for seven years. And what's getting me through this week is that apparently during those seven years, he adopted and was keeping a cat. So, okay. This is Michi, uh, like Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> and um, he's, he lived in the embassy for seven years. He wears different ties. He has like several different ties that he wears. These are like, he's got like two sort of like business looks over here. And then he has a WikiLeaks tie. And then he also has like a gay rights tie, which I love. Um, and a lot of people after Julian Assange was arrested were like tweeting, they were concerned about Michi, myself Justice included. Justice for Michi. Yeah, where is the cat going? Does he live in the embassy? But WikiLeaks confirmed that the cat is currently safe. Um, <laughs> apparently, I don't know if that information is coming from the Russians, but apparently the cat is safe. <laughs> Uh, and they tweeted out, um, apparently the cat actually left the embassy a couple months ago, and according to WikiLeaks, um, Assange asked his lawyers to rescue the cat from the embassy after threats in mid-October. They will be reunited in freedom. Aww. That's a threat. (laughs) I feel like that's what, like, characters on The Handmaid's Tale say to each other at the end. They're like, (laughs) we'll be reunited in freedom, friends. (laughs) I just think it's funny all these people like Julian Assange gets arrested and immediately their thought process is like but his cat yeah I'm like whatever Julian Assange looks like Grindelwald as I've said many times <laughs> uh, but it, we need to know what's going to happen to Michi to his familiar he's kind of transformed into Gandalf yeah. you see that yes he does have now he's just sort of if I was living inside for that long, I probably would fucking yeah. look crazy too. So. You know what? That's true. If I lived in the Ecuadorian embassy for seven years, I don't know yeah. what I would look like see, at the end of that. Situation. Did you see Pamela Anderson's like tweet Her, storm she about him a it? Poem. She wrote like a poem about it. About she, like, she loves him. She loves apparently. Yeah. It's she has really a thing for random. him. Oh, I wish I had the poem. We talked about it on Betch Lab the other day. We read the poem, and it's basically like she's obsessed with Julian Assange. It's very weird. Oh, yeah. Google it. That's. <laughs> Okay, that's new information to me. Uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you guys about Michi is that he has a social media presence. Uh, he's he has 32,000 followers uh, at Embassy Cat, and his bio 
His bio Wait, says... Embassy cat is Julian Assange's cat? Yeah. I followed that cat. Embassy cat. I didn't know it's, that. That's Michi. <laughs> um, and it says that... His bio says that he is an expert in counter-purveillance. <laughs> and I just love that. Mm. Oh, and J- Julian Assange apparently wasn't taking care of the cat at one point, and then the embassy told him, like, you have to take care of your cat, which I respect. Yeah. So, Sammy, <laughs> what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? So, I'm sure you guys have all been following the college scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, as a former college student myself, it's just really, you know, <laughs> it's exciting to me. Um, so, last week, Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky, and her husband, Massimo Giannulli of Target fame, yes. were charged with a second indictment of conspiring to commit fraud and money laundering. And fine. They, <laughs> cool. They, they didn't want to plead guilty, I understand. But apparently the reason that they didn't want to plead guilty is because Lori Lachlan didn't realize that she was going to go to jail. Like, she thought that... <laughs> Look at her. This is her outside of her court appearance signing autographs. Like, how fucking happy she is. Like... She, look Look at that candid. You can't get a candid if you hire a photographer that real. Yeah. She is the joy on her <laughs> face. Like, everyone remembers me. Everyone's just, looking at me. I think it's funny that she thought people were there to see her, not just to, like, for the, like, publicity. Spectacle the of spectacle it. of it. You right. Know? Okay, so she told, so a source close to Aunt Becky told E! News she's been in complete denial and thought maybe she could skate by. She refused to accept any jail time and thought the DA was bluffing. Okay. <laughs> she was adamant she wouldn't do any jail time. I just like won't go to jail. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> so Lori is finally realizing just how serious this is. She is seeing the light that she will do jail time and is freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm freaking out. <laughs> now she's freaking out. Okay, I get it. Like she was just like, you guys, like I'm white. Have you seen me? Like yeah. I can't go to jail. I'm rich. I'm, I'm rich. on TV. Yeah, I'm not just white and rich. I am Aunt Becky. Like, like I yeah. can't go to jail. Okay, so just for like a fact check, Aunt Becky, her first charge carries a minimum of 20 years. The second indictment also carries a minimum of 20 years. Is it min Ma- or max? Maximum. Oh, maximum. Sorry. 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 That was so, like she's definitely Sorry. not. It's not a minimum. Thank you, oh my God. guys. No. Thank you for holding me accountable and fact checking mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, like genuinely. Um, <laughs> So she thought that this was all some sort of game. Like, I don't understand. Did she not see Orange is the New Black? I, you can, here's my thing is let's say I'm charged with two counts of mail fraud. (laughs) My step one, one, as like something has happened, I'm charged with mail fraud. Step one for me is that I'm going to just do a basic Google kind of of what that means (laughs) like for me and it seems like she i'm like did you look this up i think that she probably looked it up but then at the end of the day she was like well that's for regular people yeah like that's what she thought that's clearly what she thought because if you were just a regular person you're like oh i could go to jail that would be really shitty and but she obviously was like you know rich famous celebrities like myself and becky don't go to jail genetics wise i mean she had to pay five hundred thousand dollars for her children to get into college. I can't imagine she's very smart either. It's also just like, your kids didn't need to go to college. Like, let's be honest. If they didn't want to go, they would have been fine. They're not getting any sort of significant income mobility from going to college. They're already rich enough. It was just really pointless. It's obviously some sort of LA mom status thing Mm -hmm. that she wanted her kids to go to college for. Yeah, that's what like a lot of these articles about it have talked about is that it, it really didn't, I mean, you can debate how much the kids are complicit in all of it or not, but like it really wasn't about them for these parents. The parents wanted them to go to these elite schools for them. A like they sticker. wanted that. Yeah, they wanted to be like, mm, like uh, Olivia, she's at Stanford in her like sponsored. Yeah, dorm. it's fucking UCLA. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, she, she went to USC. USC. Money to go to a good school. Oh, USC. She went to USC. USC. But I mean, either way, they're all fine, good schools. They were in a range of schools, but it's like, it's just. Whatever. Do you guys think that she should go to jail? There we go. I didn't make you say that. Put that on the record. A jury of our peers has <laughs> judged yeah. her. And I could have just been groupthink. You never I know. personally, like, that's my big thing with her is, like, look, all, all the parents who did this, 
they're culpable, but at least the ones who pleaded guilty, like Felicity Huffman at least like made a statement where she was like, I'm fucking sorry. I think that she should like have to face repercussions yeah. still. But Lori Loughlin is like signing autographs outside of the courtroom. Yeah. She's not taking any responsibility. Olivia Jade's like on a yacht. Like I'm so pissed. Like, yeah. You know, just, yeah. I just don't think Lori's going to be Laughlin. Oh, Brian. For much longer. <laughs> We debated getting a laugh track for Brian's pun. For that line. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so she's freaking out about going to prison, which makes me want her to go to prison. Um, yeah. If you're scared of something, do it. No, <laughs> not even, Do one thing you're scared of every like, day. <laughs> it's just like we live in this country where people go to prison for so much less. And like, I'm not, look, I don't like care that much about college bribery as a as a real problem, but like, the fact that she, the thought that she should be somehow excused for this major conspiracy bribery scheme, which involved many, many cr- criminal acts, yeah. that they, that she should not go to jail for what reason? When there's all these other people going to jail for stupid, equally stupid, if not dumber reasons. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's to what me all it's just like more to. about the fairness of the system rather than like this stupid story. But okay. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> and that's what's getting us through the week. Yay! <laughs> Today, the Betcha Up podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe the Pink Tax campaign. The pink tax is the extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. And that shit adds up to $1,351 every freaking year. Yeah. For real. I could be so rich. Yes. Pink Tax is charging women more money on everything from baby bottles to canes. That doesn't just stop there. It's toys, personal care products, clothes, dry cleaning. Yes, even dry cleaning. Yes, dry cleaning. Women are actually being charged more for dry cleaning than men, sometimes for bringing in the exact same shirt. Yeah, that's really absurd. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving them the tools to claim their worth and take back what's there. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that we're fixing it. And now you know. See for yourself at AxeThePinkTax.com. Okay, so we want to get into a topic today that kind of ties together all of a, a lot of smaller stories that have been coming out throughout the past, you know, the, over the weekend and last week. Um, which just sort of that all kind of point to one theme, which is that I know we always say like Trump is even crazier than ever, but now every week, every week he's we getting that. crazier yeah. guys. But now it sort of seems like they, there has entered it. We've entered a new phase where he can like openly call people traitors who are investigating him for his own crimes. And it's whatever Tuesday. And it's also that he's advocating for people in his administration to break the law and to excuse himself from other laws. So we wanted to kind of talk about a bunch of stories that have been happening and just pulling them together to one lovely theme that America is going to shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So the first story, we don't have a new slide for that. I'm just looking at it as, you know. To make sure it's there. Yeah. Yeah, To make sure that the, is the projector still tilted and weird? Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> so the first story is about sanctuary cities where it was leaked and then confirmed and then denied by the president that um, they were considering busing asylum seekers to sanctuary cities. So like New York, L.A., mm-hmm. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We're all of, you know, the coastal. Yeah. Live. And the sanctuary city, like what, what when they talk about that, what it means is that they prioritize like they're not gonna deport people who like report crimes basically because they realize like in a lot of these cities like new york but right here where we live they realize that like if someone who was undocumented was unable to work with law enforcement in any way shape or form the city is actually not as safe yeah because you know like you, you you witness something yeah. and you don't want to call the cops because you're like, oh, fuck. Like, exactly. This person's you, getting murdered, but I can't call 911 because otherwise I might get deported. I mean, that's an extreme. Yeah, thing. but you have like valuable... But like, also like domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an immigrant, if you're an undocumented immigrant and you're living here and your husband is beating you, yeah. like what the... Did you, what you do? Yeah, well, that's why I'm proud. To so that's why we're saying yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. What, yeah. But it clearly just shows. I mean, at least from our perspective, like 
obviously having a lot of people brought into a city is a strain on the city's resources. Clearly that's the case. But at the same time, they are doing this more as like a fuck you to liberal cities yes. who are not racist and don't and think that asylum seekers should be able to come here. And they're like, oh, well, we think they're dangerous because we're racist. So let's see how you deal with them. Well, so the deputy press secretary this weekend, who I just found out its name is Hogan Gidley, which does sound like a horse girl from the Babysitter's Club. Um, but that's just... Does the, it not? <laughs> the, like, I would buy it. If it was like... <laughs> if it was... If there was Hogan Gidley was like um, an American girl doll who like yelled From at people. From the 1850s. <laughs> I would be like, that that checks out. Or star in a Wes Anderson film. Uh, yes. Wow. Yes. The little girl in a Wes Anderson film. <laughs> um, okay. But Hogan Gidley went on TV and was like, made this basically like really like shitty backhanded comment that was like, well, if Democrats, like if these cities want all of these immigrants, like they should be thanking us. This isn't something mean that we're doing. It's actually that they want them and we're giving them something that they want. And it just like, it shows what they think of these people, which is that they don't think of them as people. They see them as like dehumanized, whatever. They see them as like inherent problems. Whereas as you were saying, like if you bust just a thousand people into any city and those people don't have any resources, it's going to cause problems no matter where those people came from. If you just like bust them from anywhere, it's not actually like a, it's, it's not a reflection of like the integrity of that person. It's just like any city, if an influx of a lot of people come in and they don't, and they're like a high need group of people, Right. It's going to be difficult to handle. But it's also, it's like, you know, we'll figure it the fuck out. Yeah. It's like, it, if maybe the president can just like stop going to Mar-a-Lago so much and we'll just like spend Save a couple million dollars. dollars on figuring out how to, you it, know. Yeah. yeah, like if you tell me that they just, bu they just bust 10,000 asylum seekers from the caravan into New York City, I'd be <laughs> like, okay, that's nice. Should we go volunteer? Like, may, mm -hmm. like what is there to like, you know, like what can you do about that? Like, I... I'm not afraid of that. Like, and it just shows how racist and fucked up they are that they think that this is something we should be afraid of. Yeah, that's so, definitely true. And also, so I mean, the reason this ties to like the rule of law is that asylum laws are a, in, an integral part of what America stands for. Mm -hmm. It's freedom. It's freedom from political persecution, religious persecution, whatever it might be. And to kind of like use this as a joke and this petty way of going about handling asylum seekers rather than trying to like honestly fix the system mm -hmm. or like really address it in any sort of good way, good faith way, they basically are making a mockery of the entire yeah. concept of asylum. Well, like Stephen Miller will like make fun of the Statue of Liberty. It's yeah. like, he's like, it, they didn't mean it. They didn't say that. Yeah, he said that um, the the poem on the bottom of the Statue of Liberty was added later. And I'm like, oh, like you added your hair later. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he sprays his own hair onto his head, you guys. Yeah. Um, and that's a big problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big problem in I this country. I hope he keeps doing it. I actually do hope he keeps doing it. And I hope it gets crazy. Like, I hope he keeps doing it kind of like more and more and starts adding like like other elements to yeah, it. Yeah. Like do you think he's yeah. trying to show Trump how he admires him? Almost. Potentially. Like, like he's imitating him. Potentially. Just with his own hair. Yes. Honestly, yes. I feel like I feel like Stephen Miller, um Wow, what do I want to say about Stephen Miller? <laughs> I feel like Stephen Miller is the worst person in the world and I think that he does idolize Trump in a crazy way and would go as far as to like get you insane get, hair plugs. But like it's also it's like it's so you're you're it makes you so aware of how fucking delusional these people are when they look at themselves in the mirror and be like, oh, I look good. I'm going to go on national television right yeah. now. It's like, yeah. girl. And he hadn't sprayed on the back. Girl, hire one gay man. Hire, like, and so they can be like, no, stop. Have a single woman in your life, yes. Stephen. Just never. one. Oh. He never Just has. one. I think like, that's why he's so sad. He's, I don't think we could no even possibly begin to delve into why he's so sad. I wish could hear us right now. I know. But I, feel, I do feel like he Googles himself the same way that, like, I think Trump actually reads the mentions on his tweets. Oh, he definitely does. What definitely else is he does. doing? Executive time? All he's doing is, is scrolling his phone. Do you want to know how I know? Because if I were him, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, well, not to get into the Kardashians, but that's like Jonathan Sheevan. Yes. Jonathan <laughs> He will search himself on Twitter, not be tagged, and be yes. like, and someone will be like, you know... Jonathan's kind of annoying. And he'll like tweet them back. Like, fuck you. you, fat slut. And you're like, whoa. whoa. 
Jonathan. You know, it is, in many ways, Jonathan Chibin is the president. Yes. <laughs> he could be. And I mean. that is upsetting to think about. On so many levels. That's why Kim Kardashian can't be a lawyer. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Our second piece of this rule of law puzzle is last week, Trump floated the idea, another joke, about offering a pardon to the head of the um, Customs and Border Protection, which is this guy, Kevin McAleenan. McAleenan, who is yeah. now the deputy he just Department of Homeland it. Security. He just Acting. replaced not evil enough Kirsten Nielsen. Yeah. Kirsten yeah. Nielsen, she really should have stepped up to the plate. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> do enough. <sighs> so sad so, that Kirsten funny. with a J is ruined forever as a name. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the Kardashians can revive it. <laughs> Starts with a K. Um, so he basically told this guy, Kevin Michelinen, who then got um, promoted, that he would pardon him if he were, if he got in trouble for refusing to grant asylum to asylum seekers, which is actually also the reason that Kirsten Nielsen was fired because she refused to do exactly that because she was like, the court said, no, you can't do that. And then he was like, well, you're fired. And he promoted this guy, Kevin Michelinen, who, mm-hmm. promo- who he then said this pardon thing to. Um, then, yeah. Well, just like him saying he would fire Kirsten for that is so fucking funny because he signed in the executive order to stop the child separation that he yeah. wanted her to resume he and then like she wouldn't. Know that he didn't so it's it. like, he doesn't remember. So it's like, oh, break the law that I wrote. Brian, he, he doesn't it. remember, Brian. No. <laughs> I think even know. if he remembered, he'd be like, I didn't mean that. Like, I just, like, signed it. He's such a deeply confused man. Today he tweeted, like, if I owned an airline, I would just rebrand the 737. And it's like, yeah, Trump Airlines went bankrupt in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, he tweeted, and to note her, so note her, how do you say Notre, Notre Dame? Dame? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. We wanted to make yeah, mention forgot. of, obviously, we saw what happened, and that's yeah. very, very sad. But they saved yeah. the facade and the, the two towers, which is really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the president tweeted a suggestion that they use water. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you got to act quickly he did and use tweet. some water. He was like, like I see girl, what's whoa. happening in Notre Dame. I'm not sure uh, you guys could use water tanks. Like, <laughs> water? Like, as if fire? it's an idea that he came up Probably. with to use water. And then, and you know that now that they saved parts of it, he's going to be like, I see they use the water. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Well, I saved Notre Dame as president. <laughs> Add it to my list. First American president to save Notre Dame. Like, it's like, fuck you. He's deeply confused. He is. He's, he's so confused. narcissistic that he's actually like, he, he thinks that that occurred to him before it occurred to firefighters on the scene. Yeah. Right. He's like, oh my God, wait, I need to share this information that it's I like, thought of. You see the ocean? I did that. <laughs> yes. You're 75% he, water. You're mm-hmm. welcome. He also famously said that oceans are very small. Yeah. No, he, he said no, they're he very said, big. No, he said that they're small and that the trash can flow from China to our shores. Didn't he say it was too big. big because he couldn't get to Puerto Rico? Yeah. <laughs> no, he said they were too big when he was going to Puerto Rico, but he said they were too small when it's talking about trash. Okay. <laughs> so we're just talking about two different quotes, one where he said they were too small and one where they said they were too big. <laughs> so sad yeah i think we've stumbled on that he has no idea what the ocean is (laughs) how large it is this happens a lot where he doesn't know what the thing Mm -hmm. is and he accidentally reveals that okay but so this he this pardon thing he said it when he was at he went on a little border trip to calexico california and then people heard the exchange and he they were like not sure if he was kidding or not which is sort of something that seems to happen often because if you guys listen to last week's podcast when he went to visit George Washington's house he also was making these weird comments about how it was like built badly and he would have done it like bigger yeah and named it after himself and there's no Ivanka Trump spa at Mount Vernon (laughs) (laughs) and then they claim that he was kidding 
Yeah. But you can't, they he can't they make sure. those jokes because he so often actually doesn't know what the hell is happening. So I, he can't yeah. make jokes about himself not knowing what's happening. So he denied this pardon thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, another fake story on NBC News that I offered pardons to Homeland Security, he spelled that wrong, personnel in case they broke the law regarding illegal immigration in sanctuary cities. Of course, this is not true. Mainstream media is corrupt and getting worse if that is possible every day. Okay. So he also what? just said a very similar thing about the New York Times. And he was like, this New York Times puff piece. They didn't quote anyone, nothing. And then Maggie Haberman, who's like, you know, the New York Times, like, big reporter, she was like, we actually have, like, confirmation that we reached out for you to comment three times, and you guys responded saying, no, thank you. There's just, like, it's just like there's just such a fucking disconnect between, like, yeah. like even this story about, you know, busing immigrants to sanctuary cities is, like, He's like the White House was like it was it was an idea, but it's no longer on the table. Like hours later, Trump's like it's still on the table. Yeah. I'm doing it very much on the table, remember? big table, gold table. Love my table. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, remember when he like they were announcing sanctions? This happened like three weeks ago when they were announcing sanctions against North Korea, mm-hmm. and then he like they were about to, and then he announced that they weren't happening, even though no one had even heard that they were happening. <laughs> Whatever happened to the fake news awards, you know? He never did the fake, well, they, no, they released like a Google doc that like they created yeah. <laughs> that said them. I think that would have been fun. It would have been they fun, would have been great. It. I would have been so upset if we didn't win any. I Yeah, that is true, is it would have been like. Kid Rock would have performed. <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> Kid Rock performs at the fake news awards. Who could miss it? That would be great. Okay, so... Michi would be there. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. On a leash. (laughs) So, okay, the last thing that is in this little segment, Trump won't give his tax returns. Basically, the House Ways and Means Committee is entitled to see anyone's tax returns at any time, and the IRS is responsible for handing it over. So, Steve Mnuchin... Boo. (laughs) Who's in charge of... The Treasury, so therefore the IRS. Which is he, crazy, because he's also acting chief of staff, is mm-hmm. he not? No, no, no. no that's that's uh, Mick Mulvaney. Oh, Mick Mulvaney. Mick people. Mulvaney does have 15 jobs, though. Like, okay, approximately yeah. 15 that's different why, jobs that he's yeah. doing at the White All House. All these M names. No, Steve Mnuchin uh, is No, just Steve Treasury Mnuchin tech. just has Alexander Hamilton's job. Like, no big deal. Um, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> it's really no, it, it ended well so, for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was shot in a duel. <laughs> they all Famously. saw it. Yeah. Spoiler for the musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Steve Nukin refuses to turn over the, the taxes. And instead of just being like, yeah, I'm going to follow the law that was made, he is like, I have to go to a fine meeting. Yeah. Yes, he spent his entire, like, hearing arguing with Maxine Waters about, like, he was like, I need to leave at 5.15, and she's like, no, you can actually stay. No. <laughs> like, you can no, actually stay. He was stay. like, I, I'm going to stay or else. Yeah. And she was I like, yeah, you're going to stay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And he also has an insane, like, crazy wife lady who wears, like, long silk black gloves. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, she, like, like, she's the one that was taking pictures in front of Jets. Right? Yes, and then someone like I don't know, she she like claps back in the comments on mm. her Instagram in a really crazy way. Um We should follow that closely. Louise Linton. Yeah, like she's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, should we follow Louise Linton more closely? And then they also both took that truly like James Bond villainy photo of them like in the treasury with all the hundred dollar bills and she's wearing like a funeral attire and it makes no sense. So anyway, I wish that's we had her. that pick. I'm sorry. We didn't yeah, I wish we had it up, but we do not. Yeah. Okay, but um, Steve Mnuchin technically has until April 23rd to hand over his to hand over Trump's taxes, but it's like very obvious that that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and when asked about it, Sarah Sanders responded, uh, "Frankly, Chris, I don't think the Congress. I don't think Congress, particularly not this group of congressmen and women, are smart enough to look through the thousands of pages that I would assume that President Trump's taxes will be. My guess is that most of them don't do their own taxes, and I certainly don't trust them to look through the decades of success that the president has has and determine anything. It's like a fascist <laughs> decades of success. Also, you can't had. like just be like, yeah, this." This is what the law says, but you're not smart enough to read yeah. 
<laughs> Do you know who your boss is? Donald Trump can't read. He doesn't read. They <laughs> use picture read. books. He really. Congress could just hire a woman like they did during in the, the Brett Kavanaugh yeah. hearing. They could just rent a lady. Rent a lady. She can, she she can, can read the, the taxes. Hire oh. a smart woman to read it. And, and you know, rentalady.com. Also, does Sarah Sanders do her own taxes? Trump no. doesn't even pay taxes. What is any of this? It's all nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> does it make any sense? Well, there's that, there's that congresswoman, Katie Porter, who's fucking badass, who does like, she just was just, I think it was Deutsche, no, it was JP, it was JP Morgan mm-hmm. she was talking to, and she was like, broke down like the their minimum wage, like the wage of their workers, and was like, this is not a livable wage, and like did the math in front of him, and he's like, how is she going to pay her like for her children to go on class trips to eat like to not be hungry and he's like oh i'll help her out but it's like no anyways she can fucking do it she's a harvard and yale law professor like she 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 got yeah like congress has access to people who can figure out what these tax documents say there's so many lawyers in congress i'm sure one of them is a tax lawyer yeah i think one person could understand rentally.com it's also upsetting to be like, these people aren't smart enough to read Trump's taxes when they just passed a tax bill. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. like okay, cool. Great. <laughs> you guys make a lot of sense. Hi, guys. This episode is brought to you by OpenFit. If you guys are Diet Start Tomorrow listeners, you know that I am a huge a huge fan of at-home workouts and open fit is my new at-home workout basically they give you amazing trainers and classes some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world you can sculpt your body with andrea rogers founder of worldwide sensation extend bar or getting crazy good shape with hunter mcintyre named named by sports illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes so they will definitely help you get some results so it's pretty easy. You just press play in your own home and you can work it on your own schedule. You can do it for as long as you want or as little as you want. And you can do it anywhere on your computer, on your web enabled TV, a tablet, a smartphone, a Roku. You can airplay it onto your TV screen, which is what I do personally. And you can just kind of do whatever kind of workout you want. And it's really, really awesome. So OpenFit as a home workout has changed the way I work out at home and use our code SUP so you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code SUP and start using OpenFit for the journey to a healthier life. And right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. All you have to do is text SUP, S-U-P, to 303030-303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text SUP to 303030 and get on that home workout. Alright, should okay. we should we get to our games? Yeah, we're gonna yes. play some games. Alright, everyone, you all have a paddle under your chairs. This is my Oprah moment. Look this- under your seats. <laughs> so we're playing a new game. It's called Florida Fiction. We haven't played it before. So basically, you um, I'll let you all look at your paddles. They're beautiful. There you go. So. In this game, we're gonna, I'm just going to read you some headlines. Sammy and uh, Elise and Sammy do not know the, which one is Florida yes, or fiction. Yes, we have fiction. not seen the, qu- the so questions. So some of these headlines are real headlines out of Florida, and some of them are ones that we just made up in the office. So you have to guess which one is which. All right? Okay, okay so let's do the first one. Florida man tries to rob liquor store when recognized he tries to sell his gun to the store owner. So hold oh. up that paddle. Florida. I'm going to say fiction. Oh, wow. You're such a contrarian. I know. Um, Elise, you're right. Whoa. Fiction. Made it up. That sounds so Florida, though. I know. I, it does. It's actually yeah. a scene from White Men Can Jump. Oh, so that's why it sounded real. <laughs> it's Sammy's favorite film. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the next one. Florida man writes to his mom about who he plans to kill as soon as he's released from prison. Apparently still unaware that prison doesn't come with a lot of privacy. Mm. I see a lot of Florida. Florida. Florida? Florida it is. Wow. Yes. In the letter, the Florida man told his mother that upon his release, he was planning to go home, retrieve a gun, and take out two people. Wow. Did he do it? I mean, no, because okay. he got caught. <laughs> I mean, it's Florida. You don't know. I mean, you never know. Okay, next one. 
A Florida man drives stolen Jeep back to the scene of the crime, asks if anybody found his missing cell phone. Okay, that's true, because it was me. <laughs> um, okay, no, actually, I'm going to say fiction. It seems uh, pretty bipartisan. It is Florida. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I, I don't know much else about it, but I feel like that pretty I much... Mean, I, in a way, okay, in a twisted way, I get it because the fact that he left the cell, like if he leaves the cell phone, they're gonna, the cops are gonna get back to him anyway. So it's like I might as well at least try to get also my your contacts. Cell phone. <laughs> yes, I like, might as well at least try to get my phone. All your nudes. Like once you, yeah, exactly. It's like once you leave the phone, you're kind of fucked. So you yeah. might as well at least go try and get that phone. Yeah. Okay. Florida man trapped on rooftop of his hotel overnight after alcohol-fueled night of partying. That sounds very yeah, real, but I feel like, like you made happen. it up for this game. Um, it is the plot of the movie The Hangover. <gasps> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> so you didn't okay. make up. A lot of you said fiction, so good for you. It's a hard game. Yeah. Okay. Florida woman unknowingly consumes an entire plate of cannabis lace cupcakes, proceeds to lose her wallet on a roller coaster. Once again, me. <laughs> I mean, it's not improbable. Florida. I want to believe okay. it's true. Okay, everyone, a lot of Floridas. So this one is actually fiction. No. Yeah, it is the plot of the movie, movie Smiley Face starring Anna Faris. Oh, that oh. movie's so funny. It I is hilarious. I haven't seen it in years. It's really great. It's like yeah. a little indie. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay. Florida man high on drugs fires upon deputies who are trying to arrest him for practicing medicine without a license. He's also the town's mayor. Florida. I'm going to say Florida. This one's Florida. Whoa. That's so funny. Yeah. And now he will soon be president. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mayor Pete. <laughs> it's Mayor Pete. I mean, it would make me like him more. Okay. <laughs> Florida man sails boat into Miami Harbor, watches as it sinks just before reaching the dock. I'm gonna say fiction. Um, I see some Floridas. It's fiction. This is uh, a scene from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. And that man is Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Florida man with no arms charged with stabbing Chicago tourist. Florida. I'll say fiction to be contrarian. Yeah. I mean, um, you guys are all right. Florida. Whoa. You guys have a lot of like, um, like support for the handicapped community, clearly. Mm -hmm. So police say 46 year old. I feel like you wouldn't make that up because it would be me. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> know, that'd be like creating like a line. Right. Skirting yeah. a line. Police say 46 year old Jonathan Crenshaw. I, no, I don't know if he's related to Dan Crenshaw. He very well maybe. Held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed the 22-year-old Taurus just after midnight. Wow. Was the Taurus, like, walking really slow? Because if they were, I, like, fully get it. <laughs> and they need to move to the side. And yeah. that's what I'm going to say, is okay. that they need to move to the side. Okay. Maybe he was sitting... Flor Florida man used template he found on Pinterest to print... Counterfeit money at local library. This, this rings happens. true to me. Yeah. A lot of Floridas. Um, it's Florida. <laughs> the 29-year-old printed the fake money on resume paper he bought at Walmart and later tried selling the fake cash on Facebook. I do remember being a little kid and being like... Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. You could print out money and sell it, right? Like, yeah. I didn't understand why that wasn't possible. I thought you could draw it. And yeah. Sell it. Yeah. Why not? Well, if you ripped it in half, it's... Two fifty yeah. cents. Yeah, of course. That's still true. Um, Florida man drives car into lake, blames GPS for making him do it. This definitely happened. Um, this is a scene from The Office. Oh. oh. When Michael Scott drove, drove his yes. car into the lake. <laughs> it really is. Well, The Office feels like real life to me at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's our, our game. Woo! That's a fun game. It's a fun game. I enjoyed that. Okay. All right. We have one more game left, and it's a game that we're going to play with the three of us, and you guys get to vote at the end. And the game is, who is the biggest asshole in Congress? Mm -hmm. and we're this all, week, because it changes week. from week to week. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to, let me put this down. Um, we're, and here's the, here's the catch. At the end, pay close attention, because at the end, we're going to call the senator and tell or a him, congressman. Or a congressman, or a congressman, whatever, and tell them 
that they won. Congratulate mm-hmm. them, really. Yeah. Do and it's after hours, so no one's going to pick up, so we're not going to like harass an we're, intern. We're just going to leave a message now. that they'll eventually delete. <laughs> but it'll be fun they for all of us. They could save it. They could save it. I do think like maybe they're supposed to pass on generally the message. So I hope. Who knows? Okay. Um, so I'm going to go first. And I'm my person who I picked is Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. He's defending his title. <laughs> and we have 45 seconds for me to argue. Um, I'm just going to let us sit here and reflect on Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need to talk. I don't need to argue. Just, just think about what he's done. There's Merrick Garland. He stood in front of a Confederate flag one time. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with the, the nuclear option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The filibuster. He kept the government shut down for 30 days. Yeah. He look said the, the government's only goal was to make Obama a one-term president. Look at Fucking the, look at Fuck at his neck. He looks bad. Just like Merrick Garland again. Mm-hmm. Um, They're just thinking about mm-hmm. it. There you go. That was great, Sammy. Good job. Thank you. Great job, Sammy. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, next up, we have Elise. Elise. I'm going to go next. Okay, so I'm talking about Representative Thomas Massey. He's from Kentucky, and I have a clip we're going to play you, and then I will give you my 45 second spiel. This is him questioning John Kerry about climate change. No. Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get a Bachelor of Arts in a science? Well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. I want to ask you. Are you serious? I mean, this is really serious happening here. All right, I'll wait for my time. Okay, so first of all, who knew that John Kerry was that bitch? Like, just, yeah. <laughs> like, is this fucking serious? Second of all, the thing I hate about this clip the most is how smart he thinks he's being during it. Like, he really thinks he's, like, got you because John, like, he thinks that John Kerry is personally responsible for naming the field of political science. <laughs> and it's, it reminds me of um, at the end of Billy Madison when the guy is like, uh, your answer has made everyone in the room dumber. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Like, that's, <laughs> that's this. And what's worse than all of that is he's been retweeting praise for this quote using a hashtag he's invented called getting sassy with Massey, <laughs> which is disgusting to me. Should be illegal, mm. frankly. What an assy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's a great bachelorette hashtag. It is a bachelorette hashtag. Getting sassy with Massey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if if Ben Sass was marrying someone with the last name Massey. This guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Their hashtag could be getting sassy with Massey. Oh, I would, would be love sweet. that pun. And I would love that. Okay, Brian, Brian, who are you doing? I'm doing Dan Crenshaw. He's that motherfucker right there. Mm-hmm. Look how, oh wait, oh wait. Ready? Yeah. Look how fucking gerrymandered that is. Okay, so you guys might remember this asshole from when Pete Davidson made a really bad fucking joke on SNL and then had to apologize, and by apologizing brought him back on, and he was like, oh, look, haha, I can laugh at myself. And now he's like act, like saying fucked up shit. So he's one of the people that is like leading the Republican voice against uh, Representative Elon Momar for her remarks about 9-11, and then when the president like tweeted that fucking video, which was like basically just inciting violence against her, he defended it by saying, first member of Congress to ever describe terrorists who killed thousands of Americans on 9-11 as some people who did something unbelievable. Meanwhile, he will not sign on to co-sponsor a bill that will help the Victims' Compensation Fund. Wow. Yeah. Boom. Which is for 9-11. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of an asshole. He definitely is. So shall we do the voting? Yes. Yeah. Can I also say that I was at that episode, the, the one time I went to SNL, it was that episode where Dan Crenshaw came out. Oh, wow. What um, was it like? The energy was palpable. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's so electric. He's 35. He looks old as fuck. 
War he, does that to you. I don't know. He looked exactly like that in person, to be honest. He looked exactly the same. And then I went to the after party afterwards, and I saw Pete Davidson for one second, and he looks exactly the same as well. Okay. So. He looks old, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pete Davidson looks old as he shit. He has a look. Um, um, okay, so we're going to vote by applause, because like, we mm-hmm. don't care about counting And Mike, votes. our wonderful tech in the back, is going to decide who's yeah. won. Okay, so votes for Mitch McConnell. Oh, good. I'm so happy I'm not going to have to call him. Um, votes for Thomas Massey. Ooh. Yeah. Votes for Dan Crenshaw. Oh. oh, I think we're calling Massey. Tommy Massey all the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No okay, um, I Brian? truly left my phone in the back. I've got the number if you need it. Oh. I have my phone. Gorgeous. Give me the number in Ready? one second. You, yep. t- you tell me when, Elise. What oh should God. be my vibe during, like, like what should I be my you energy? you should tell him he won a cruise and then be like, JK. <laughs> Just you kidding, won. you won the biggest but we asshole should, but we, should, we should make everyone say congratulations. Okay, so when when it says beep for the message, I'll have you all say congratulations. And then I'll be like, you won, you won the biggest asshole You won a cruise. Won Just kidding. You won the biggest asshole in Congress. Yeah. The fetch is yes, the biggest asshole. Bitch. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Yes, I'm gagging for you. And then follow us. And yeah, and yes, no, and then no, I'll no. shout don't, out don't, all our hashtags. No, no, no. Do not point him to our social media. Please. Okay. <laughs> um, he actually is really active on social media, so he don't, might. Don't send him there. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, what is the Facebook number? Facebook tomorrow and Two. being like, fix this. Okay. 202. Great, his DC office. Two two five. Two two five. Yes, three four six five. Three four six five. Okay, here we go. It's happening. Thank you for contacting the office of Congressman Thomas Massey, serving Kentucky's fourth district. Our office hours are Monday through Friday, nine a.m. to five p.m. If you are a constituent of Kentucky's fourth congressional district and would like to leave a message. Please leave your name, address, phone yes. number, and a brief message on our machine. Thank you very much. Record your message after the tone. So you're going to say congratulations. When you're finished, you can hang up or press 1 for more options. Congratulations! You just won a cruise. No, just kidding. You won the biggest asshole in Congress award from a podcast that shall remain unnamed. Yes, bitch, <laughs> we are gagging for you. Keep up the very bad work. Fuck you. <laughs> Yay! God see, bless the intern who see, will have to pass that message along. See how easy it is to call your representatives? Yeah. <laughs> It's so easy. It's so easy. Guys, that's our show! Uh, It's been a delight to be here until the end of Democracy. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betcha Sup Podcast. We're going to Pioneers after this. If you guys want to drink, we're going to be there. Okay, bye! Betches.